WADFAM ChalkPod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast. There's no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WADFAM ChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Aloha Oi Part 2 was hosted by Andrew Sabo and Dylan Weaver and edited by Bill and Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverston, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Andrew Acebo. And I'm Dylan Weaver. The roles are still reversed. Indeed they are. As previously mentioned, today we are here to cover episode number 257 of Adventures in Odyssey, Aloha Oi, part two. It's the second part of Aloha Oi. Not the third. Because there are three. Yeah, don't, don't don't let it be fooled by the clean conclusion that this episode comes to. Oh, there yes. is a third one. <laughs> I love I love the uh, the closure we get at the end of this part too. It's it's very satisfying. Um, well, I mean, we don't really have any cast to cover for this episode, correct? No, I mean technically not. I shout out to. Phil Lawler as Captain Quid. He's really we, doing a lot. We'll talk here. about it later, but I, I I guess we can mention off the top that yeah. that's he uh that's he definitely Phil. his voice is much more present in this episode. I wish you could see Dylan's facial expression right now. Um yeah. So fun fact, this episode actually Dylan before I spew my fun fact. Would you mind rolling the promo for me? Oh, sure. Uh, just a note, uh, this is the promo for parts two and three. Oh, wonderful. Thank One you. One had its own promo, but two and three get a combo. Coming up next time on Adventures in Odyssey, the Barclay Rathbone Hawaii vacation is not exactly going well. George and family only want to relax, while Bart wants to see everything. That is, unless he has to pay for it. And to make matters worse, Rodney is convinced he can win Donna's heart. Will the families learn how to have fun without trying to kill each other? Find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Now, if that wasn't the sunny D of promotions, I don't know what is. That was delightful. <laughs> sunny D of promotions. <laughs> what, what, what's your feelings about Sunny D, Dylan? You know, I like it. I do too. It's it's I good. I feel bad that I like it. I but mean, I it's do not like real. It. Like, right. there's no, there is no D uh, citrus that gets squeezed for yeah. Sunny D. Were you were you intentionally saying Sunny D, which is delightful? Because, like, that's what the D used to be, was Sunny Delight, and then it was shortened to Sunny D. I think I may exist pre-Sunny Delight, or I I have memory of it, of, like, I can imagine the label in my mind, but I I don't... Okay, that was It was just, always Sunny That D. was just a Freudian slip. Yes. Did I say Sunny Delight? No, you said Sunny D, which is delightful. Oh. And I was like, does Andrew realize what he just did? <laughs> because uh, yes it uh it used to be sunny delight continuing with consistent trends andrew does sunny know. D. <laughs> um ah, a wonderful promote wonderful promotion big fan great music great music in this episode altogether. 
And we'll obviously get into the specifics of that as we go along. Uh, fun fact about this. So the beginning of this episode was an alternate take of the closing scene of the previous episode. Um, which I haven't gone back to examine the dialogue, how it lines up. If it's like, it's previously established what's happening in the end of uh, part one. And they restated again in the beginning of part two needlessly, even though it's supposed to be, you know, continuous. Yeah, um, well, I mean, but they were airing week to week. Like, TV shows do this sort of thing all the time, where it's like, where they will cut to commercial, then come back, and you'll see the same scene again. But sometimes uh, we'll do it with a different take. Interesting. Like, it's the kind of thing that, like, you don't ever think about if you are watching it on television, but as soon as it's on streaming, and you're watching something old, and you're like, wait a minute. Wait. Or the like cliffhanger ending mm -hmm. where then it comes back and it's a slightly different version. Mm. Can you give me like an example off the top? Like does Seinfeld I wish do that? I could probably not. I Seinfeld doesn't do the cut to commercial come back in on the same thing. Like no. they are, they're edited to commercial. It's, it's going to be most like, I feel like CW shows oh, are where okay. you're going to run into this. Like your flashes teen, arrows. Oh no, no, no. I was thinking Riverdale. like, like back no, 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 not, not, not modern because we're That's in a streaming, streaming world. Yeah. So, so no, like your, your Smallville's, uh, your Dawson's okay. Creek, okay. maybe a Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Probably not a Gilmore Girls. I feel like I'd rec remember that, but like kind of the like melodramatic we're ending on like a bum, 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 mm -hmm. and then we're coming back on a dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Same notes, different key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. I did not know that was a common occurrence. Yeah. Fun yeah. little tidbit. Yep. Um, this episode centers around family togetherness, if you haven't gathered. And before we get into, uh, the contents of today's episode, I, I did a little bit of research on family togetherness because I didn't know... It seems like a lot, of, a lot of hogwash that this could be a, a family togetherness experience or something well, like that. Well, because this episode, they're specifically Not separated. <laughs> yeah. That's the premise. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I failed in my attempt to nitpick their <laughs> themes. This one actually kind of, kind of works out. Um, I did... I looked at a couple, like, academic studies that were done. Um, so, if, like, family... Uh, they mentioned specifically family prayer. Um, family prayer time is a huge uh, developer of family togetherness and unity. Um, and for a bunch of really cool different reasons, because it provides support to a lot of different aspects of human needs. Um, in this instance, for this episode, we don't really get a whole lot of that <laughs> intimacy. Um it, it does come across more of like a just kind of a collective trauma <laughs> or something of the like. Hey, man, that can bring people together. Oh, it it, it has. It, it has. Ask me and half my friends, most of my friends, Dylan, did we, were we brought together by trauma? We can talk about that off mic. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very interesting because it was met. <laughs> the trauma of listening to this show. Yeah. <laughs> Every week, 
Dylan gets flashbacks. <laughs> you think the intro's fun. It lives in Dylan's nightmares. <laughs> Have you ever had a sleep paralysis demon sound like your own voice? <laughs> um, I was not. I was joking about the trauma of Adventures in Odyssey, not the trauma of making this show. But that's oh! funny too. <laughs> Yeah, just a little self-deprecation there. It's, it's not concerning at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to... It's like the Castles and Cauldrons trauma <laughs> is what brought us together. Yes, yes. I think I think that that is very The trauma true. of Dr. Regis Blackard. 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 And, uh, and the wonderful Nobobot. You remember we had, remember we had that Nobobot. great segment about... The different ways in which people say blackguard, blackguard, like, you know, I blackguard. That was that was a that was a good was a, a good, good portion of the show. Yeah, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm proud of that in retrospect. Go back, edit it out, you know, maybe put some visuals on it and throw it up on TikTok. I think that it'd do great. <laughs> um, Listener, do it for me. <laughs> you want to be an unpaid intern of the Wadfam Jackpot? If I had any ounce. Of knowledge as to how to create a good TikTok, I would totally do it because it's like the perfect platform for incredibly niche content like this. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying that was actually academic and smart. Wait, wait, you know how TikTok started out with people like voice syncing to Rick and Morty or whatever? Yeah, pretty much. Just, just that, but Adventures in Odyssey. A hundred percent. Yeah, we can do some like really dramatic makeup. We can cosplay as different Adventures in Odyssey characters. We can stitch with fans, <laughs> with the squad. Um, I really don't understand TikTok people. Me neither. I mean, I use it all the time, Andrew, but I don't Andrew, understand it. I, I don't use it. Andrew sent me an SNL announcement via TikTok, and I'm still mad about it. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it was the first place I saw it, and it was John Mulaney and LCD Sound System. I got excited on just, your behalf. <laughs> but you. But it's just, it's a video of the SNL yeah, bull, yeah, yes. like bulletin board, yes. which has two things written on it. Just type those two things out to me. You know, like you make a valid a video of a picture of text <laughs> in a text, not even on its native platform. You had to go to another app to open that video of a piece. I of mean, paper. look, it just opened in Chrome. I don't have TikTok installed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even. I have TikTok installed, and if I open a link, it always opens in Chrome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe they just don't have a good link handler on Android because you know who else doesn't? Letterbox. I'm constantly salty about it. Really? Letterboxd links, even if you are in Letterboxd and you click a Letterboxd link, it opens in Chrome every time. Wow, that's niche social media, huh? That's, that's the hill you like so much? <laughs> I do, I do. It's worth it. I'd rather this than not, but... Fair. Uh, yeah, hey, if you want to fix your link handling, Letterboxd, and you're listening to this podcast... Uh... You should be. You've got two avid users that make a podcast... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. Yes, we are I'm, the only Letterbox users that have a podcast. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure most Letterbox. I, I think every Letterbox user has at least been on a podcast. Yeah. Those Venn diagrams are one circle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, can I? Can I? You say that uh, family togetherness and studies of family prayer reduce materialistic tendencies. I just think it's interesting. 
There's a positive correlation between how much time you pray together as a family and uh, how materialistic you are as a person. Cool. So that's pretty interesting. I mean, In I do like that. the context of this episode. <laughs> My word. That's the shoehorn of shoehorns for something completely irrelevant at this point. Hey, I mean, you know, we're we're good. This is this is this is what the show is. It's what it's supposed to be. It's Andrew's got the thing it. he cares about. I've got the stuff I care about. We talk about it for mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. You guys listen. Yep. Are we comfortable? Never mind. I'm not going to get into the guys as a gender neutral thing i am very comfortable with it and will stand by it yeah me too and i i suggest an expansion to sir i think sir could be gender neutral polite i use sir gender neutrally as well i i i i have been using sir a lot more in my life i feel like and especially in text messages Mm -hmm. um and i have recently started crossing that line into being like yeah, I can send that to a woman and it's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Because I'm not going to say ma'am. Yeah. Uh, I do uh, yes em sometimes if I feel colorful. Uh, <laughs> a yes em, but, but yeah. no. No, no, no. Yes, like, sir. You guys is the, like, northeast equivalent to y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have y'all. We've got you, you guys. guys. Northwest and I guess just the West in general has folks. Mm-hmm. I also really like folks. Folks is and great. And I work folks in a lot, but mm-hmm. my default is still going to be guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely, uh, definitely culturally driven. I, in food service, obviously give people beverages and everything. Um, you have to address them politely, or at least I do, because it's instinct. And I just call everybody sir. Because you never have to worry about misgendering somebody. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it works out pretty well, except for when the old ladies get offended, and then you act like you didn't mean to say sir, and you say, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. <laughs> but otherwise, you, you, you get off. Yeah, like, yeah, you might. Yeah, I, I, I would say if you're if it's someone who's significantly older, that's an easier oh, yeah. call to make. Yeah. To switch yes, to ma'am. ma'am. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable calling them, sir. All right. That being all our pronoun talk out of the way, let's get into the episode. So, uh, Dylan, how does this episode begin from your memory? With my blood boiling? (laughs) With wheezing? (laughs) I, look. I am not ready to throw this three-parter out the window, but... Last episode, I found a bit grating. This episode, not a lot that redeemed it for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. I I haven't listened to these in forever. And while the jokes hold up, that part just doesn't. Yeah, well, I just, I, I hate Don Iowa. Yeah, that's fair. Like, Iowa. (laughs) <laughs> i will never <laughs> it's just funny because i think jimmy calls him iowa and this one yes yes um, he does he corrects him yeah. and then bart keeps calling him like iowa or something like yeah. bart bart comes up with a third way to say it because he's bart yes um and but. it's in his contract um yeah out with mr bad air in with mr good air <laughs> You are from Iowa, my good sir. <laughs> I 
Yeah. Oh, with Mr. Bad Air. And with Mr. Good <laughs> Andrew, you doing it does not make it better. I. It's not good. It's... I thought it was hilarious as a child. Obviously, I didn't have cultural sensitivity sure. at the age of seven. Sure. I... I don't want to be this guy. But if it were funnier... I would be less frustrated. Oh, yeah. No. No, they don't do a good job. The fact that it's not... No, it's the lowest of low-hanging fruit. Like, the fact that the... If... I think we talked about this last episode. If the joke was, look at this schmuck who is appropriating culture and look at how much of an idiot he makes of himself, I'm fully in. Mm -hmm. But when the joke is... Here's this guy appropriating this culture. Isn't that culture funny? Yeah. It's bad. It's going to miss for me every it's time, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to condemn this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I I yeah. No. Yeah. I wish it wasn't so much of the episode. I <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I I would like to uh, issue a public apology. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, I, I love one, these episodes. I think, I think it's good to interrogate. Two, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't want to say like it sinks the ship and whatever. And we talked about no, the ship sinks itself. That's later. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, and we talked about last episode of like, it's not like. It's of a specific time and era in yeah. which, like, I don't want to... I think that there should still be accountability and we still need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as condemnation goes, yeah. I think that there, I think that there is room for us to have a little bit more grace. And, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, understand that that's the way that they thought then. And a lot of what I you know, and is presented about this episode was that it is like paying homage to the classic vacation episodes of TV shows like the Brady Bunch, which were notorious for having, you know, culturally appropriated side characters that came in to add color, literal color to, (laughs) to their cast. Um, fair. So, you know, it, it doesn't exactly have good bones. Um, unlike Andrew. Yeah. (laughs) My bones are stupendous and the wrath bones, they're going with Mr. Eowe. Wow, nice. Um, good, 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 good transition. Except that, like, I gotta, I gotta talk about. So, uh, Rodney's like talking up, like, hey, yeah, you know, yeah. to Donna, like, hey, wasn't it so cool my surfing or whatever? Mm-hmm. And Donna is not impressed at all with Rodney. Mm-hmm. Also, doesn't seem to understand, as we find out like later, doesn't seem to understand what Rodney is trying to do at this point. No, <laughs> which. Sure, I guess. Right. Um, but I, she is very impressed with Don, which just made me think like ski instructor mm-hmm. now, like lifeguard. A hundred percent. Like Donna Barkley has a type. Oh yeah, and it is unfortunately not me. I mean, you're still young. You could become a <laughs> ski instructor. <laughs> I feel. If you told me that ski instructors got mad tail, I would not <laughs> question it. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Oh. Lots of people learn how to ski, lots of different ages, you know. Yep. 
And now we're into the dodgy territory about talking about Donna Barclay. Yeah. Nope. So we're going to dip right out of that. Yep. All I'm hypotheticals s- are over the age of 18 and consenting. <laughs> a- amen. Um, yeah. Unless I am hypothetically under, under the, age the age of 18. Of 18. <laughs> Ideally, I'm 15, she's 17, but I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Andrew will never date a younger woman, guys. It's Just established this year. Once. <laughs> One out of, like, six. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, man. I was really <laughs> pushing. That. I mean, hey, I, technically I'm zero out of one, so. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, I'm happy, folks. I know is. that sounds like a bit, but I am very happy. Dylan is a wonder. Truly. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so, Mr. Iowa is going to set up the feast, and the Rathbones go along with, uh, to basically harass him about the agenda. because uh, as the promo mentioned, they want to go off the beaten path. Um, right. Yeah, so we get the, the Rodney and Donna scene. Uh, this is clarified from last episode. He was not standing up on the board. He was Correct. riding it on his hands and knees. Yep, as the artwork shows. Mm-hmm. Which would, in fact, make uh, hanging ten impossible, unfortunately. so it, it, Ten fingers are still ten, right? Oh. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Never surfed in my life? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then Donna disinterested wants to go swimming presumably the flap is going down for swimming um it's been up for tanning it was down talking to rodney stays down to go in the ocean um just keeping tabs on that <laughs> it's important we gotta we gotta make sure that that that, that, that modesty is, modest. is pretty <laughs> modesty is protected um yeah and so then the next scene is the bonsai corp feast which has great ambient music that is stereotypical and whatever nothing is more disappointing no i i think i agree with the statement nothing is more disappointing in this episode than don going hit it and it coming in quietly yeah yeah no it's slow like he goes hit it hit it boys music comes in slow and quiet yeah why it's like somebody yelling hit it before opening curtain at like a musical theater where you're like why would you yeah. do that if it's just gonna be like 30 minutes of establishing right characters? like it, it's almost the mu the way the music functions in this scene is like the scene transition music yeah it almost feels like he said hit it and then we jumped ahead a scene a bit yes <laughs> and, and if i he don't did, understand I why why but like i don't know maybe this, maybe this contr- episode is so short because they cut a scene but if so why yeah because <laughs> your episode is very short it is it's 20 minutes 19 uh, i think it's 19 and it like it doesn't there is no meat on the bones of this episode. No, there's no outro. There was a little bit of no... something on last... Like, last episode felt like an episode. Mm-hmm. This... I don't know. Th- this is just some, like... Interstitular. Yeah. Yeah. This whole episode <laughs> is, like, C-plot. <laughs> like, well... Unfortunately. Or, or more importantly, there is no A-plot. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. 
Um, like we kind of get some setup last episode, and then like kind of nothing happens. In well, my because opinion. they they spread them all out so that they yeah. can all have their own adventures, which is yeah. cool. Except for the fact that if everybody's an A plot, nobody is right. Also, you know, Incredibles principle. Yes, um, I I know it well, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know. So it's at this point in the dinner. Oh, I guess they, they, they all argue for a while mm-hmm. because of the Rathbones wanting to, renting a car and wanting to go off on their own and drag yeah. everyone with them. And then yeah. everyone's like, well, we don't want to do that, whatever, whatever. And and Don's like, hey, it's only a two-door car, so just the parents are going to go. I'm going to hang out with you kids for the day. And I'm like, cool. All right. This works for me. Yeah. It is, I guess... I guess the assumption is, which I'm here for, obviously, but the assumption is that Rodney and Don are, like, old enough to manage fine on their own. Yeah. Because Don just, like, he's like, I'm going to take care of all the kids. And part of that is me going out on a boat with the other two while, the while like, Rodney and Donna just, like, hang Left out. completely unattended. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Rodney, like, almost dies. <laughs> If not, dies. If we didn't know that he gets written off in album 50, this part two might suggest that he floats away and never comes back. <laughs> uh, um, so, right. Well, but first, the most concerned I think I've ever been listening to an episode of Odyssey. Oh, with uh, Bart walking barefoot across no, the bed of hot No, Rodney cold? talking about it. Oh, yeah. I there was, is no better I do display not of the- mind over matter. And to walk barefoot across a bed of hot coals. I was just like sitting there not knowing what was going to happen and just going like, do not let Rodney Rathbone walk barefoot across coals. I have been burned by a hot coal. It's not a good time. It sucks. It's Don't way do hotter this. than you think. What is happening? Also, Rodney just yells out, move the spit. Yep. And somebody does? Yeah. I mean, they're the guests of honor, I suppose. Why? What? Everyone is protesting, and it's just like, no, no. Two two people just like, the waiters come out, and they move the spit. Well, Doris doesn't understand what a spit is. Across a... (laughs) Man, Doris. Doris, I hate Doris. Doris is... This episode, I think, has actually aged very poorly (laughs) as far as the amount that... Like, I used to like all of it. Just 100%, it was 60 minutes of pure bliss as a child. That's a full CD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. (laughs) Classic for road trips. Classics. I've been skiing listening to this. Um, But uh... (laughs) skiing listening to not the ski episode. No, no, certainly not. No. Oh, but, um, but yeah, so it's just, it's Rodney talking about like walking across this fire pit and everyone being like, no, don't do it. You mm-hmm. absolute idiot. Yeah. There's and no then, reason to walk barefoot across a bed of hot coals. And then George yells out, Bart. Is it your... George who yells it out? Yeah. I think. Okay. Because yeah. I could not tell who yells it out. It does not sound like a voice of anyone Unless we Donnie know. Donnie always slipped back into his white voice. <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure just it's his George. voice, Andrew. <laughs> yes. But I'm beat my head against a wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then, yeah, Bart runs out into the hot coals and grabs it, and I am <laughs> the noises he makes. Yeah, and the and the score underneath it is some like Spyro level. I don't know, right? Just cartoon yeah. comic sounds. Yep. And the joke here is like Bart. Well, almost no reason. <laughs> right. But well, the, right. But the joke is like Bart 
is I think it's really funny. Like last episode, there's the whole conversation about like frugality mm-hmm. and that like the Christians in this show are frugal. Mm-hmm. Bart is a penny pincher who loves money. Yes. The result is the same. Yes. The wives are different. But <laughs> the result is the same, but we are like condemning one of these actions and praising the other. Yeah. And I just think that that's worth interrogating. Well, and also Bart Bart's financial approach to this vacation is of great concern to me cuz presumably all the touristy stuff would have been covered by the trip. So sure. he's spending out of pocket money to have a more luxurious experience just randomly. He yeah. rents a boat and a car, but he splits it with George. Mm, yes. Um, <laughs> so it's the next day and they're all heading their own way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice rhyme. Oh yeah. Um, so Lawrence and Jimmy are going with mystery Yoe to the USS Arizona Memorial at Pearl Harbor. And, uh, he tells Donna to go meet Rodney at the boat dock. This isn't before, um, Mr. EOA uh, feels it necessary to criticize Donna for sleeping in on her vacation because that's what kids do. That's what people do. Ha ha joke. Listen, man, get your beauty rest. All right. I'm sorry. Can we rewind to the point where where Andrew said boat dock as though it's not just a dock? Boat dock. Isn't every dock a boat dock? I think you might be right. <laughs> I well, kind of I mean, thought what about that that's the point of a dock. Speedboat dock. Speedboat dock is what he says. So presumably there is a special dock for speedboats. Okay. That that I believe. That one's on me. This is why Dylan hosts. Because <laughs> <laughs> Andrew will say boat dock. Instead of speedboat dock. Um, yeah. yeah. So wonderful. Uh they're talking about their parents um saying that they are cruising like the wind in his wonderful mildly actually definitely offensive accent um and it transitions to the parents stuck on the side of the road with a car that won't start um were you surprised by this (laughs) happening no okay did you see it coming like did you think I the mean, there, I knew there down. was no way this was going well. Fair. The idea that the car broke down makes sense. It was not, and it wasn't like I wasn't. I didn't have money on that. Mm. But, um, but yeah, that I mean, that's what happens when you rent from a place called Jack's Pretty Good Wheels. Yeah, uh, they are uh, forty-five miles from Honolulu, uh, which is presumably where they're staying. And uh, George goes to find the wives and... uh, The wives be shopping. The wives be shopping. Did you know? Look for the stores. Ha, 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 ha. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's a wonderful transition to Doris. So many lazy jokes this episode. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them. It's like, ah, yes, Bart doesn't like to spend money. His, the, the wives, they shop, you know... Doris is racist. Yeah. You know, all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. I used to find Doris annoying. Now I think she might ruin this three-parter <laughs> for me. I was never a big fan of Doris Rathbone. How could you be? Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, 
She's funny last episode. She was better. Like, I I think I kind of enjoy her dumb shtick last episode. The showing up with the the camera flash I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, and her stealing stuff on the plane works. Yeah, it was alright. But this. Um, But this is bad. So Doris... Doris doesn't know how to talk to people. Doris... Not very kind to the locals in the flea market. Does not know that they are Americans. Starts speaking in Spanish to them, which is bad. Not even Spanish. Spanglish. Um, Yeah. Really, really, like, slow down. Hey, I'm going to, like, you know, break my own English so you understand it. And then say... Comprende? (laughs) Kidding me. Um, Yeah. It's okay, though, because this woman... Knows what she's about and plays Doris like a fiddle. I will say I love this. Like I, I think I in the last two years for reasons that are clearly unknown. And who? Why would this be the case? I've become even more sensitive to people being horrible to service workers. Yeah, because I've is always been. A frustration of mine as mm-hmm. someone who's also worked that kind of a job. Exactly. But it has just gone through the roof over these past two years. Mm-hmm. And I adore this, this this woman for scamming Doris. Oh, yeah. Like, it is amazing. They're two fifty each, but I'll give you two for five bucks. Oh, she sells it so well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I was like, she actually got a deal. <laughs> I didn't do the mental math. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. That is the kind of thing that, like, as a kid, you would buy. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, I, my assumption was it was like, she shaved 20 cents off of it. Sure. And it's like, aha, my new difference. But no, she actually just charged her full price for both of them. And she got her to buy two instead of one. Yeah, it's genius. It's the... Uh, I adore it, this. But yes, the whole, like, Doris is treating this like she's, like, overseas and has got to, like, you know, barter mm. with these people to gain their respect. When, like, in reality, she's just, like, at a sunglasses hut. Yeah, 100%. Yep, with somebody that speaks her language, let me tell you what, if she had tried to pull that shenanigans with somebody that didn't speak English, she would probably get the snot kicked out of her. (laughs) Uh, At least in these days. Yeah, Um, but uh, George and and Bart, you know, meet up with them then and and, uh, explain that, or Bart explains that they can't get the car fixed, but it's mm -hmm. fine because they're just going to sail back. And by Mm -hmm. sail, he means motorboat. Mm. which i'm presuming not a big motorboat no i think this is like one of those yellow life rafts that happens to have an engine on it yeah the 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 boat that you use to get to a boat that one (laughs) yeah with um they this they charter a boat Mm -hmm. from an actual pirate yes definitely like i this is not the first or last time phil waller has done this voice right i'm not saying in odyssey I'm saying no. in his life. Oh, yeah. Like, the 100%. man had came with this yeah. in his back pocket. Oh, yeah. It is wild. Mm-hmm. I do not understand it. It's... It doesn't sound like Phil Lawler, so that's impressive. Yeah. But, boy, is it a insane choice to just be, like, true old school 
pirate. pirate. Yes. Just arg and everything. Like, you know. I, I mean, I guess, presuming he's like an old salty, you know, sea captain in, you know, if he's in his 60s in the 90s, he was born in the 30s. So, yeah. Still don't feel great about it, but <laughs> I still it's it's bananas. Like I, I yeah, he's he's a lot. He's the man so much has scurvy. Yes. Like he's he literally has scurvy. Uh he was an homage he's... to the late actor Robert Shaw from Jaws, uh who Phil yeah. Waller apparently liked quite a bit. Um Yeah. Captain Quid, huh? Um uh, he has some some iconic lines that are just seared into my brain like uh like a three hour tour a three hour tour (laughs) which Uh, that is uh that's a that's a uh, gilligan's island reference right or something like yeah 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 that's from the theme song i'm pretty sure yep um yeah so then they're all singing on the boat together and i know because of the punk remix and everybody wants some there's a fantastic scene oh, yes, yes, in yes, 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 one of my yes, favorite movies yes. of all time, Everybody Wants Some, in which they go to a punk show and the band is performing the Gilligan's Island, Island theme. theme. And if that doesn't sell you on that movie, you don't get to listen to the show anymore. Please go watch Everybody Wants Some. I mean, it is not, it is arguably the farthest thing from Christian family media, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, uh... But look, it does have found family togetherness mm, even yes. if it doesn't have christian family togetherness yes it does have found family togetherness and you get to explore coming of age and uh, all the development that is no stranger to, to christians as well so i think that and there are valuable brilliant soundtrack cool. and yeah great acting it's just delightful yeah what if we just stop this podcast and talk about everybody wants them for the no, next 15 to 20 minutes st- stop this podcast and go watch it yeah okay all right it hasn't been that long for me but i'm always willing buddy you're talking to the guy who watched it twice within like six hours one time that is bonkers that is that's insane i watched it i ate dinner i went over to hang out with some friends and i watched it again that is a rare occurrence for Dylan. I hope you listeners know that. <laughs> that uh, this is the closest thing to a five-star certification you can get from Dylan. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. So as I was mentioning, they then shift into singing on yeah, this dinghy. Captain Quinn is singing. Blow the man down, baby. Quid. I want to call him Quinn, but he's Quid. Whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, it's bad. And then he's criticizing their rhythm he goes rhythm rhythm and now everybody's singing out of key and it transitions to i uh iowa and jimmy and lawrence at pearl harbor i'm sorry i have a i have breaking news here please do tell he comes back captain quid captain quid comes back what when in 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 his Adventures in Odyssey Club episode from 2018, where Wit, Eugene, and Wooten are fishing in Florida. Quid is back. I know what we're covering in two weeks. <laughs> We've got to cover the Captain Quid arc. 
And then... And then... On the Trial by Fire album, which includes The Long End, or mm-hmm. one of the... Whatever, the last of the ones we covered from the Buck arc. Mm-hmm. Um, on B- the episode BTV Trinity, he is also... Captain Quid is a character on yes. BTV Trivini? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this has got to be like a bit with Phil Lawler's family that just gets dragged in. Like, oh, dad's yeah. acting like a pirate again. Arr, I don't know what you're talking about. Clean your room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Do, do we have to cover out to see? BTV Trinity is its own whatever Mm -hmm. yes do we have to cover out to see i mean have to i feel an implicit calling from the lord (laughs) this is insane this is i am losing my mind it's like 28 (laughs) years after (laughs) his original debut Don't get distracted, Dylan, because you'll miss out on all the historical trauma from the World War II. Uh, okay. That, uh, yeah. No, you make a good point. I got to way to bring me way to bring me back back uh, in. So yeah, so they're at Pearl Harbor at the USS Arizona Memorial. Um, Donnie Owe is going into uh, just the history of Pearl Harbor and you know obviously the tragedy of what happened and how it got the U.S. involved in World War II which the U.S. was already involved in it, but it just made us put boots on the ground. But, you know, who's who's checking? Um, and then they they uh, continue to mention the thousands of crew members that were trapped aboard a ship that sank in a harbor and were stuck and died. Um, and then they just transition right out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would also like to point out that this is a thing that we brush up against from time to time, which is the not covering um, history episodes, but they have done a Pearl multiple Harbor. Pearl Harbor episodes because um, there's the one with Wit's friend who is at Pearl Harbor. Well, so Connie's uncle mm-hmm. was at Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So that's yeah. But there was somebody else. That was a friend of wit that came in and then was talking about Pearl. Harbor. I mean, I I believe it. There's yeah. a lot of, yeah, interesting. Um, another strange thing. So Lawrence is super excited about being at the War Memorial Base, saying it's the best thing ever. And uh, Don Iowa continues to say that a slice of grapefruit with papaya on top is his idea of the best thing ever. Um. Fruit stacking. Interest. Interesting take. I hate that bit. Yeah. It, it's not even really a bit. It just happens in the background, and I swear to God, I never But it's never a joke. It. Like, he's doing it as a joke. Yes, he's like, yes. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that that's not as good, doesn't sound as good to me as all this fruit combined, which actually wouldn't be as good as this thing with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Boy. Boy. So then we cut to Rodney and Donna. Uh, yep. Rodney is going parasailing. Which I will point out, the safest thing he has done up to this point. Oh, yeah. Parasailing. Like, aside from when Donna sabotages him. Mm-hmm. But if he is just going out parasailing. Yeah. 
He's in good shape. Oh, yeah. Also, my the immediate red flag that came up to me was, how the heck is he paying for this? Uh, he's, I don't know. He's, he, he, he probably, like, stole some kid's lunch money. Fair. He's Rodney Rathbun. Fair. <laughs> I, I only know my modern perspective on events such as that, which uh, cost a lot of money. <laughs> sure. So for sure. a 15 or 16 year old to walk up and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to spend $700 on parasailing for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Yeah. No, um, I mean, that's fair. But uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about it. I no, don't, that was I don't the... do anything that would be considered scary. Fair. Except for watch horror movies sometimes. Yeah. Um, but like horror adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, so Donna is trying to stop him before he gets hurt. She says, you don't have to do all this for me. I know that you're just trying to win my heart. That's not about it. Like, I know I said things on the plane that hurt your feelings. And Rodney's like, you you couldn't hurt my feelings. I'm a man. Let me do this parasailing thing. Um, and they're, like, in the process of getting buckles undone, presumably. Um when the boat takes off, and so Donna then runs to somebody else um, who's in charge and tells him about what's going on, that he's not completely buckled in. The boat that he's on does not have a, uh, doesn't have, like, a walkie or anything on it, so they can't contact him, so they have to get on the boat and chase Rodney down. Um, It's true. Real thrilling. Why? Why? Why does Rodney have a radio in his headset? And this man does not have a radio on the boat. That literally makes no sense. It's spelled P-L-O-T space C-O-N-V-E-N-I-E-N-C-E. Fact check that, Chalk Squad. (laughs) Did I spell convenience right? I don't know. (laughs) I thought you were just going to stop at plot and then you decided to commit. Well, you know. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, it is a, uh, uh, yeah. It happens. It does. It, sure. Um, sure. And then we it, cut back to the boat. Uh, which if is... he had said, the radio isn't working, I would have been like, negligent, but whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't have one. <laughs> they don't have a radio. And then it's established that it's the faster boat. Right. Like, it's the, the faster nice boat. boat doesn't have a radio. Once again, I could be fine, except that there's a radio in Rodney's helmet. Yes. Mm-hmm. But. Which... Fun for comedy, bad for plot. Sure, exactly. Um, and I, I will say, Steve Burns doing some A-plus yelling in this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, he is top-notch yeller, especially yep. as as uh, Rodney. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to... A the... seasick Bart. Yeah. Which <laughs> I have never related to Bart until now. Yeah. I, I don't do well. I, I get a lot of motion sickness. Mm-hmm. Um. I was on a boat in Maine for a whale watch and was, like, nearly catatonic. It was terrible. It's interesting that you should say that because I've never been seasick except for when I went on a whale watch in Maine. (laughs) And I wasn't violently seasick. I was just like, I've been on a boat for a while. (laughs) I I would like like some ground, please. I was, like, curled up in a ball clutching a rail. Oh, buddy. Just focusing on my breathing. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Did you at least see any whales? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. What kind? Do you remember? No. No. I like whales. (laughs) (laughs) It's also the only time I've been in Canada. Ah, how about 
because we have crossed the border the, on a the... boat, and I guess it's legal. Huh. So, because I didn't have my passport on me. Were the uh, the sea police checking passports for no, the but, whale watchers? But my phone, my phone was like, "Hey, you're in Canada now. Don't text anyone unless you want to pay <laughs> us a lot of money." Fair. So they got you in the ways that matter. You couldn't contact anyone. Um, <laughs> so amidst the seasickness on the tiny dinghy, Doris breaks out pork rinds, um, which she also has bacon dip yep. in in her purse. Um, yeah. Pork rinds are like a Rathbone family staple. What mm-hmm. is a pork rind, Andrew? I don't really know. It, I only know it from this show. I've seen them. I I know what they look like. They're very, like, imagine onion rings without the onion inside-esque, but as a chip. But why pork? Are they I, pork flavored? They've got to be. I've never had them. Okay. I have no clue. Yeah. But also, doesn't sh- Yeah. Shaw is, or no, Shaw, man, now I'm doing it <laughs> Quaid is also very into the pork rinds. Oh, yes. Oh, he loves the pork rinds um, yeah. and the bacon dip, too. Yep. Um, yeah. And then the boat dies. Yep. And there, uh, Quaid goes to make some minor engine adjustments, which sounds a lot like tapping and kicking. Right. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, he, 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 right. To start the boat initially, he kicks it. Yes. And then... In this scene, he is beating it up, and then he pulls a cord, mm-hmm. and it's the wrong one. And yeah. he, they're like, "Well, I thought you said your boat stopped a lot." He's like, "Yeah, I pull this. I pull the wrong cord a lot too." <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but you pulled the wrong cord. That happens all the time too. Um, yep, and that's when that's when Miss Doris uh, breaks out the the bacon dip, um, and then we go right back to Donna pursuing Rodney in a boat. This is where it's established that they can talk to Rodney through his helmet, um, which makes perfect sense. No plot holes there. And uh, and you just hear a lot of screaming. And it's top-notch screaming. It's 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 really funny. The audio engineering's fantastic. You can really, like... You get the distance between his mouth and the mic very well, I feel like, um, in a way that is sometimes hard to convey. Uh, yeah. And then Rodney starts messing with his ropes, and um, Donna is with the officer telling him not to, that it will mess things up and he'll make things worse. And then he says, wait, I think I've almost got it. And then he does not got it. Yep. (laughs) Um, His tow line went slack, and he's presumably floating away from the boat. Presumably. Because parasailing is when you're like, you've got a parachute and you're towed behind a boat yes right so he's got to fall first right are you saying oh he's parasailing when you're on the board behind no the boat? parasailing yeah you're just up in the air yeah you're glad right so oh you're saying you you think he's floating through the air i mean for a time before he hits I'd, the ground right i guess it is a parachute yeah i, <laughs> I, I don't know okay or fair Either that or his tow line went slack and they have no control over him, so he's just right. absolutely. Well, I was just expecting tow around. line goes slack and you just crash into the water immediately. Yeah. yeah. I, I imagined a slow Kirby esque float be to the right. ground. <laughs> um, That's good. Thank um, you. <laughs> and then we uh we jump over to the final scene of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is uh 
the horrors of war at at the USS Arizona Memorial. Um, yep. Talking about Lawrence's dad and the fact that he's been to Hawaii all t- like many times. He works in special communications. I will um, say, like, the floating memorial sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'd go visit that. I tend to like museum-y stuff. Big as fan of it. I even not, like war like, memorials, as long too. As I'm not, like, trapped there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the, uh, yeah, the, the genuine horror of them talking about, like, there were people trapped there for, like, a month that they couldn't get to. Yeah. Nothing has ever sounded worse. Right? (laughs) That definitely went in one ear and out the other as a child. Now I'm like, that is, that is my new idea of hell, is being trapped in a boat. Yeah. Right next to civilization that can't save you. <laughs> Andrew's hell, very wet. Very wet. Um, yeah. I do well with the guy from Shape of Water, but that's mm-hmm. that's about all my company in wet hell. <laughs> well? Well. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, that is uh, yeah. truly, so, truly horrifying. Then they see a battleship across the harbor, and it looks like Lawrence's dad is yep. standing on the ship deck. Dun, dun, dun. Dylan totally didn't call this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my prediction is, I am putting money on it is actually Lawrence's dad. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. It could just be, it would also work for the show for it just to be some random person and mm-hmm. Lawrence's hopes to be dashed. But I am going to land in camp it's Lawrence's dad, but maybe they, like, get in trouble for going to see him. I don't know. I'm trying to figure mm. out what angle this show is going to take because it's been an episode of, like, fun setup and then an episode of frustrating nothing. And I'm like, how do we bring this home? To be honest, I completely forget. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I know. Because, yeah. They, I know things I can't tell you, yeah. but I... Don's I, just I, like, hey, we can just go across there and, like, see them because... The ship's on liberty because it's right. not stationed. Yep. Which, cool. And, Wonderful uh, context. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he says, let's break like the wind. Um, which is just... Yep. Great. Yeah. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Which, I don't know, maybe break like the wind was, uh, was uh, less of a... Like, I don't know. It, run, with, run like the wind mm-hmm. is... Only exists to me because of Toy Story 2. Fair. As a phrase. And this is uh, five years before that. Hmm. So. Interesting. Well, that being said, Dylan, do you have any closing thoughts on this episode? Do you have anything uh, that's just on your heart I'm, you'd like no, to share? No, I think I got it all out. Like, it's, it's fine. It's a little exhausting. I... This one is much more exhausting. Than Don't. Part. I liked part one a lot. Part one was about what I remembered it to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. This part was one, very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm. I'm hoping that they can kind of land it. I think. I think I like. I think I don't particularly like any of the character dynamics that we have paired up, aside from Donna and Rodney, which I think is. Yeah. I think is truly the fun part of this episode. Yeah. I think Lawrence and Jimmy get nothing to do no and all things bart and Do- well and they also are stuck with with don who is a train wreck and then yeah. all things all things bart and doris yeah are frustrating Boris. Boris and Ratbone. that's fair and captain quid 
is such a wild swing that I kind of respect it. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I always thought that Quid was funny. But it, it with, I mean, we've been making this podcast he for says, three years. Yeah. <laughs> he says blimey at one point. Yes, he does. Which is not piratey even slightly. Nope. But Phil sells it with so much conviction that I'm like, yeah, you're right. Probably blimey. Probably would say blimey. Quid says says blimey maybe shaw uh, said blimey and and he was picking it up from that i don't know yeah i haven't seen jaws one of, it's on my uh on my list of shame yeah wow that is astonishing to me have you seen jaws yeah, multiple times yes okay but like that was one of those movies that but i guess you've you haven't seen jurassic park either correct yeah same category of historical film that my parents were like you watch this now <laughs> right yeah and like it yeah i don't think either of those were particularly important to my parents mm. and yeah we're not ones that were foisted upon me they're on my list of shame they're the kind of movies that if they if they ever hit the cinema i will go see them mm-hmm. um like i'll go out of my way to go see that because yeah like i like to do that but yeah hmm. i do feel yeah, interesting mild, mild. well i feel like you're you're probably more likely to see jaws in theaters i feel like that it comes back I mean, both of them are huge movies. True. Directed by Steven Spielberg with a monster. He does like his monsters. Famous and, uh, yeah, feel like they will both come back. Certainly. A lot of regularity. I missed an opportunity to see both of them at the drive at the drive in theater during the pandemic. I feel like I might have texted you about that. Yeah, I think you might have. Anyways, it's fine. Um, anything else? Drive ins. That's my plug this week is drive ins. Mm, Drive in theaters. Hey. Find out if you've got one near you. There are a lot more now since COVID, which rocks. Yeah, it's great. A lot of movie theaters offer drive-in movies now, too. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Uh, Good experience. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Dylan Dylan popped my drive-in cherry, and it oh, was... Oh, that's... Wow, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a special time. Yeah. Went to see a double feature of the worst of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Yep. And Men in Black International. Yeah, I was not awake for Men in Black International. <laughs> I made it through the Spider-Man film, and uh, it started, and I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, but that sounds like some off-mic conversations of reminiscing. <laughs> all right, um, you want to get us out of here, Andrew? With all that being said, we will be back next week to cover episode two fifty-eight, Aloha Oi, part three. Thank you guys for listening, and bye. And remember, God loves you very much. No, it's God made you special and he loves you very much. All right. All right. We're, We're done. I'm pulling the plug.